I was born in the 70s, the good part. I was too young to remember my parents' divorce, but it happened anyway. Some of my earliest memories were of SNL, Saturday Night Live for the Uninitiated, it was my introduction to comedy. But that wasn't what ultimately got me hooked, no that was the magical combination of Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor. Either one on their own could captivate, but combined they were almost too much to take in. I wasn't really allowed to watch them when I was that young, so I devised a way to make it happen. My father was not very big on discipline. Although my brother and I lived mostly with our mom, our dad lived only a few blocks away and we would go stay there for a weekend or a week. My dad and my mom had a good sense of humor and I would be allowed to watch some more edgy material at my dad's. Enter Blazing Saddles. I should note that Mel Brooks was and is a genius and Blazing was movie magic for me, I was laughing at things that were above my head, but Gene's physical movements translated to me as a kid, fast forward to me later in life and then I got the humor meant for older audiences. It is still one of the greatest films ever made. There is another connection to Gene Wilder, Gilda Rodner, what an absolute talent. She was one of the greatest character actors of all time, think Kristen Wiig with bell bottoms and brunette colored hair. Richard and Gene's film, Hear No Evil, See No Evil was the first film of theirs that I saw. It captivated me, I was immersed in the world they created. I would find out later, after my improv career was well over, that Richard would improvise and Gene was so in tune with him that he naturally went along with him. The proof is in the pudding. Richard on his own was already an icon, and to this day he is the greatest stand-up of all time, sorry Dave, but without Richard there is no Chappelle or Murphy. The Toy was another good film, but looking back on it it seems to be more of a take on our preconceived notion of what a man like Richard was to those with wealth and power, a court jester. A black man with one of the greatest sets of talents the world of entertainment had ever known. Bought for the amusement of a child. Now that I think about it, kind of shitty deal. I did stand up in Charleston, South Carolina for a few years, it was mixed in while I was training for my improv career. A good friend of mine was also dabbling in the stand-up, Caleb. I bring up Caleb because he used to speak like Richard when he did his stand-up, some would say he lifted a bit of Richard's material, he did. Caleb was a funny guy, a troubled but funny guy. I found out about three years ago that Caleb had died. He had died unexpectedly. He is missed and will always be remembered. I'll never forget the scene where Gene and Richard were in the bathroom and Richard is teaching Gene how to walk bad, they had smeared shoe polish on Gene's face as a way to disguise him. It looked horrible, which was part of the absurdity, but Gene couldn't get the rhythm down and Richard asked what is it with you whiteys always walking around like you gotta stick up your asses. A common play when black comics impersonate white guys, which I find hilarious. Chappelle and Murphy do it the best. There are few white comics that can pull off the reverse, Tom Segura may be the best. Anyway. I bring all this up, because of the divide being created in our country today. It wasn't that long ago when I could remember black and white men and women working together in camaraderie, as equals. Granted I may have been too young and naive to understand what was happening behind the scenes, but on the screen it all seemed equal and fun. Maybe this is why I don't feel the world or the country is a racist horrible place, I totally get that there are people who hate other people based on the color of their skin, and that is sad, sad because that's no way to live. If you want to dislike someone because they truly do bad things to others, that's one thing. But to judge another person simply on skin color is just pathetic. As I've mentioned in other blog posts, I have dated black women and it never felt odd or strange, it felt like it should. If you like someone and are attracted to them and want to date them then, obviously ask first, do it. There is an agenda being executed in my opinion and I feel it will be the unraveling of our country. So I wanted to write this to share that not everyone sees the world through politicians or the media's lenses. 
we can have conversations with each other and get to know each other, if they allow us to live freely again. We have way more in common than we have things that make us different. Just because someone votes for someone you don't doesn't make them racist or hateful towards you or others. I just want everyone to breath and slow down, let's work through this together. We only have one planet, we can share it with each other. And yes even the politicians can stay. But I would totally volunteer them for the first manned mission to Mars. Be well.